Welcome back, everyone, to the next episode of the Nerdy Misfits Podcast. I'm Connor. And I'm Matt. This episode is going to be broken into two parts. The first part of the episode is going to be talking about our origin story in the sense of when we fell in love with nerd culture, where it all began, and where we are now, followed by the three whatchas. What you're reading, what you're watching, and what we're waiting for. So, Connor... What's your origin story when it comes to comic books and nerd culture in general? Like, where did it start for you? Huh, that's a good question, Matthew. I totally am unprepared to answer. Um, huh, I guess, I don't know, this sounds like a little bit too blanket of a statement, but I guess it's like, I feel very, like, basic in terms of basic, like, male stereotype, I guess, boys, childhood boy stereotype, you know? likes fighting, likes violence, that kind of thing. So I feel like growing up as a kid, my dad was a huge, um, like, Spider-Man fan. Like, he collected, like, OG Spider-Man comics and stuff when he was younger. So I feel like that, obviously, he carried that. He has three sons, so, like, he just, you know, when it comes to, like, sports and whatnot, obviously he introduced us to a bunch of different things. So um, Spider-Man, you know, you get the... The, the basic toys and whatnot. Um, I would say probably the big first one would probably be like the 90s Spider-Man cartoon, 90s Iron Man, um, X-Men, like those cartoons. Um, we had a lot of like the VHSs of those ones specifically. Um, actually, we're recording. I, I mean, I don't know where they are, but they're in this room that we're recording in somewhere. Somewhere. The Spider-Man ones. Um, but they... I would say that that's definitely where the superhero took place um as for why i liked it can't really say i can only assume mask guy with cool powers fighting people uh, i would assume that that's the main reason why uh when it comes to superheroes but uh i'd say that's the start i guess that's, for, that's for right me. now so that's the start of your comic book superheroes aspect what's when it comes to the origin of why you fall in love with anime and manga where does that begin uh, anime and manga I got into a lot later. I, I would say my... I got into anime young young in terms of, like, I watched a lot of the 4Kids the four stuff. Um, but I got into a lot of the 4Kids stuff. I watched, like, the 4Kids dub of One Piece, um, uh, Tokyo Mew Mew, or Tokyo... Uh, I can't even remember what the 4Kids actually was called, the, the title for it. Um, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, you know had a digivice and whatnot but i would say young connor had no idea that that is anime it was cartoons saturday afternoon cartoons yeah exactly just like you know i'd wake up hyped for like power rangers and then i would just watch until you know lunchtime was the at least for here that was when all of, like those big ones played it was like 11 30 was digimon 12 was pokemon 12 30 was Yu-Gi-Oh. Some, some along those lines in that order that's right that's right and i would watch those no idea that they were anime. Um, but knowing it was anime, um, definitely a lot later in my life. Um, actually, my brother, who's two years younger, he was really into um, Japanese culture, anime, manga, etc. And he's the one who was like, hey, we should watch this. I know you're going to like it. Because obviously he also knows, he obviously knew what I was also into in terms of like what type of shows, like superhero shows and cartoons and stuff. Obviously I, I'm a big fan of uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, 
And uh, so he obviously knew that I would like it. And I was always just just kind of like, ah, I don't want to watch that. I don't feel like it. Or, nah, it's not for me. And then one day, I was like, all right, let's watch whatever. So the first anime I watched that I was condescent or, you know, knew it was an anime was uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And now, obviously, it's hard to say if you should recommend such a high-rated anime is the first one for one the positive is it is it's good people are gonna like it because they're gonna like something of whether it's the characters the story the, the animation like there's so many good things to pick up on that it's a good way of hooking someone in but the problem is it's also so good that are you setting them up to dislike other anime right for me, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, so I would say the first few anime I ended up watching were all with my brother. It was just kind of a good way to spend time with one another and bond and whatnot. So we watched like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I remember I watched it like two or three times in a row after the first time I saw it. It was, it was, it was actually like that's I really liked it that much. Um, after that, I watched um, Sao with him. Uh, Guilty Gear or Guilty Crown? Guilty Crown. Um, a couple like very basic shows like that and then kind of I started watching stuff more on my own. But that was actually already, I was already like 19-ish or something like that, 20 when I started watching those stuff, that like anime. And I guess for me, like I just, it was just a medium that I ended up falling in love with. I just I liked that the episodes were relatively short. I was also huge on binge watching. Like I would watch, I was really into shows that were just longer. And a lot of anime is a least of shonen variety. When you're first getting into anime, there's a lot of stuff you can binge. There is a lot to binge. And like there's so much anime. And when you first start watching anime, there's just so many good things to watch. You know, like you can't, you can't even say, oh, there's nothing to watch because there's so many good shows to watch. And I think that that's one thing that I was super interested in. It was like, it was like the pick of the litter. <coughs> Sorry. But to be fair, still is. It's still, I am three, four hundred anime deep. And, you know, there's still tons of good stuff that I haven't seen. So that's definitely what I fell in love with. Manga, I was already into comic books. So it's not too far off in terms of, you know, the medium of comic style art. The thing I liked about manga and the reason I got into it was impatience. You know, watch watching an anime that is unfinished in terms of the, it doesn't have an end, but the manga is going on or the manga has ended. I would say that was the biggest like green light for me. Like, okay, gotta go to the I manga. Gotta, gotta know how this finishes or gotta know what's going on. And then I just kind of really started to appreciate what mangakas go through, especially after um, watching or watching and reading um, Bakemon, which is about, if you guys don't know, it's by the writers of the Death Note, and they do a story that covers kind of like, you follow a manga, uh, aspiring manga artists, there's a little love story in there or whatever, but that part's not important. Whatevs. <laughs> but uh, it was, it kind of gives you a cool little glimpse of the, the manga industry and and uh, it actually did get allow me to have a much stronger appreciation for what manga artists go through and how difficult it can be. And um, just I just kept reading more and more manga, and then you know you notice the subtle differences in people's art styles or the way they tell their story. 
uh, the comparisons of the monthly stories and how sometimes how much they differ compared to the weekly stories. And then obviously you get into, you move your way up and then you start reading something like Berserk where you're just, it's just mind blowing. Just everything is, you know, fantastic. The art is fantastic. The story is fantastic. The imagery, everything you're just blown away by. by. And the, the craziest thing is it's black and white. And I think that that, I, I'm not um, going to say it's better than comics. I think comics are great. I think seeing inking done is also fantastic, but how great artwork can be and detailed and just black and white is mind-blowing to see by a, a really talented uh, manga artist. So then what was the first manga you picked up? Because I know you talked about like the impatience-ness of like, watching anime and then you're like, oh, I need to read the manga. Do you remember what your first manga was? Um, I'm not too sure what my first manga was. I want to say it was probably Tokyo Ghoul. Um, I just, obviously, Tokyo Ghoul Rude is a very controversial... Topic, to say the least. Topic and ending. And I think I really wanted to know why people thought that. Because when you first... If you watch Tokyo Ghoul without knowing anything about Tokyo Ghoul, and you watch Tokyo Ghoul and Tokyo Rude, there is... A decline in the animation and somewhat of the storytelling but you would never know that that was not the way the story was supposed to go and then so i wanted to know why people were mad basically or why people were upset and that's that's why i ended up reading tokyo ghoul so i i want to say that that was the first full manga i read because okay. nothing else comes to mind necessarily about manga but I've read a good chunk after that now that's right i know with the tokyo ghoul anime to manga comparison i think the, like Tokyo Ghoul, like the twelve episodes, like the first season, I guess that is a pretty good adaptation of the manga, correct? And then Rude is when they just like tell a different story. Yeah, there's like an anime ending as yeah. opposed to a manga ending, for sure. That's right. And then yeah, I guess the other stuff like uh, I obviously I'm not I wouldn't say I'm a super into Star Wars, but I'm definitely I enjoy it. Um, that's just I feel that's just natural like boy liking lightsabers and cool cool droids and cool ships and whatnot i think a big thing for me for star wars is probably um the lego um i had a lot of the lego sets growing up and the lego is badass for sure um and then hmm in terms of other nerd culture uh, yeah just i mean like i've always just what i like i like you know it's, yeah. it's hard to explain but like sports you know like if a sport is interesting to me then i would watch it and then get into it from there. Um, I definitely go through phases. There's times where I'm really into the superhero stuff or Star Wars or anime. And then sometimes, you know, you just need to take a break, put on the brakes and then slow down. Uh, that happens a lot for me for, I would say a lot for anime. Sometimes I just overdo it and I just burn myself out from wanting to watch it. And then I need that break and then I go right back in and I'll... I think that kind of comes with being a nerd. If you're like... I feel like it's pretty common when it comes to, like, if you're really into nerd culture, there is a high chance of you getting burnt out, especially if you're, like, almost, I don't want to say late to the punch. Like, for example, like, if you were just getting into the MCU now. Yeah, you're, like, catching you're, up. You're catching up for, like, And you want to catch movies. up. And you want to, because you want to be included. And you're, like, cool, I'll just go home, pull up the Disney Plus, and watch 34 movies, and hope... Yeah, you probably end up watching two, what, even two movies at yeah. a night would be... 
a lot. A little excessive, right? Because even like, especially that's almost a full watching, work day. It's a full work day of just watching Marvel movies, essentially. Especially if you're trying to watch in like the phases too. Like if you're just being like, all right, I can crank out phase one, but then you're burnt out because phase one itself is like six movies. And if you're going like hardcore, there's all like the short films and stuff like that that get connected. It's, it's a little much, you know. Yeah, I can't even watch like a Lord of the Rings film in one go. Oh my gosh, those are long movies. Let alone the new Batman movie, three hours. But yeah, I would say, especially yeah, but if you're behind, it's hard because then you feel like you want to catch up and you want to be able to be part of the conversation. If you're on any of the subreddits, you want to be able to participate or even just not have stuff spoiled is another thing, exactly. right? Like, I'm sure there's people who are catching up on One Piece that don't want things to be spoiled, but you definitely know it's being spoiled all over Twitter, all over reddit what you know like exactly with that big of a content too like that big of a what because it's on chapter past a thousand obviously it's been passed for a thousand for a while now but yeah we're like i think we're almost we're at like a thousand fifty somewhere on there insane but it's definitely i think people they get burned you you overdo it for sure i think no exactly and you just need to recognize like just because you take a break doesn't mean you're not a fan you know real life comes first friends you know it's okay to do some of that other stuff too like for me um i'm also pretty big into video games so video games is another way of taking a break from those and vice versa like anime reading sometimes just chilling on my bed or chilling in a nice comfy chair reading a manga is a nice way to take a break from video games and stuff too exactly no i 100 agree how about you matt where do, where, where do you where's where's your origin story lie who's you know someone kill your family and then you decided to take up the the comic how did you know <laughs> gosh no um so my first like any nerd culture i think goes back to when i was super young my brothers were watching like power rangers i think it was like in space or lost galaxy we had on vhs the psycho ranger v v uh wow vhs tape of all like the psycho ranger episodes from power mm-hmm. ranger in space so that was like my first like Anything, like, comic nerdy was just, like, Power Ranger in space. Like, here's, like, a team of five teenagers that were troubled and so on and so forth. And I was like, wow, I kind of relate to this in a what weird a way. What a Japanese story. What crazy. Well, I mean, you know, Power Rangers is inspired by Japanese yep. stuff. It's fine. Super thentai. Um, But anyways, yeah, so, like, that was my first thing of, like, anything, like, Power Ranger-esque. And then even, like, when I started growing older, like, when I was able to, like, understand more things, I started watching, like, Power Rangers on the TV. I think, like dino thunder was on at one point when i was younger and i was like i remember that because you know like tommy oliver came back and it was such like a big thing right and then from there like i remember i went to my uncle's house one day and i didn't know anything about star wars but he had a star wars revenge of the sith on dvd so that was like my first opportunity to get into the star wars and i was like wow i'm just in the middle of it all Mm -hmm. and like as a young kid i was like i don't understand any of this i need to somehow understand so then i've obviously eventually started watching the star wars films and everything so you're a big self-teacher. I'm a big self-teacher when it comes to my nerd like, culture. Like, you, like, see one thing and you're like, oh, I need to learn more about that. Exactly. Okay. And that was the same thing even when I watched, like, X-Men 2, like, X-Men United, the yeah. movie. I was like, who is this blue guy with a weird devil tail? Oh, Nightcrawler was, Nightcrawler. like, that guy that just... <sighs> my brother loves Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler's a great character. Underrated, for sure. But definitely, like, I saw that and I was like, weird. This, he's blue skin. And so is this Mystique character. Are they the same? Are they the same? Are they connected somehow? And then that just literally got down into a giant rabbit hole learning about like all X-Men. And then obviously with the Spider-Man movies coming around that time too. It just opened this giant like hole of Marvel knowledge that I was like, I need to know as much as I can. 
Yeah. There's one thing I've learned from Matt is he goes above and beyond when it comes to learning about someone. They can pop up in a comic book one time and he'll be like, wow, that was an interesting character. And then he'll literally go through their entire wiki where they like originated from who the who who came up with the character what year they came up with the character to be fair it was a thing in the friend group like my friend group that like if a new superhero film came out and there was like this character that not a lot of people have heard about even if they were just in the scene for like two minutes i would get text messages from people being like who is this character so then I literally had to like self-teach myself this entire character origin. So, then so I you're just Google. I was just Google for Because Google is hard stuff. to look up. Apparently. They're like, Matt, who is this? Who is this Psylocke They're character? just like, hmm, I could look this up myself. Or I could just ask Matt who will know. Exactly. It's fine, you know. You Matt, just became the comic, comic encyclopedia. I was at some point. I know. I feel like sometimes I still am. When no, it comes for to sure. Most, like minuscule characters. And if you don't know, you'll look it up. Yeah, and then I'll let you know. <laughs> um... But otherwise, yeah, like that was my first thing to Marvel. And then I think with Marvel, I think when I got into high school, I started going to like the local comic book shop, starting to collect Marvel. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should check out like DC titles too while I'm at it, you know, because everyone loves Batman. How, how old are you when you like first started getting like comic books? In the comics, probably about 14, 15. Yeah, I think I was like 17 when I got my first comic, somewhere around there. I remember yeah. my one friend was collecting them and I had... Honestly, I never even thought about collecting comics. I was super into movies, the movies, and obviously TV shows and stuff. But I remember the one time he's like, hey, like, I'll take you. You can go to the comic book store. And that was the first comic book store I ever went to. And it was... Dangerous. Definitely dangerous, yes. Oh, yeah. But it's also surreal, like, seeing all the comic books there. And then, like, the culture of just being part of, like, your local shop is... I think it's a really cool experience. It's important, honestly. Like, for a comic book fan, like... When you, like, going into a comic book store and becoming part of, like, the pull list to get your weekly, like, comics or bi-weekly comics, depending on what you collected, that, like, made you feel part of a community that was For definitely sure. more unique, right? Well, and you just don't feel different either. You see other people coming in to get their pulls, and then, like, you know, you start, you really do become part of the community, because then they start recognizing who you are, what you're reading. They'll even maybe recommend, hey, like, I know you're really into Batman or the Bat Family, like, there's this storyline that's going to be coming out, and then... A trip to the comic book store was so much more, like, than just, oh, I'm just going there, picking up my pull, five comics yeah, and leaving. leaving. You, you could, I remember me and Matt have gone a couple times <clears throat> to the comic book store together, and we would spend, like, two hours two on a hours comic book trip, so, you know? Yeah. Like, going in, looking at comics that we're not collecting, thinking about, or seeing, you know, what's on the, what's it being discounted from used books that people have brought in and then talking to the owner um the owner of our local comic book shop was a really chill guy he was and the other thing was he was into more than just comics you know you're not just talking about comics i remember talking to him a lot about hockey and baseball and he was well versed that's for sure you could just and we we could spend hours talking to him well even that's how i got into some comic book titles later on like like i know we talked about like swamp thing briefly but like i got introduced to swamp thing from a comic book like, owner, like, one of the people that work at the comic books. So I, was, I can't remember what I was reading. I think it was some reading, like, some darker storyline. They're like, yo, have you ever read Swamp Thing? And I was like, no. I have no idea who this Swamp Thing is. It sounds like, ter- like, just sounds, it sounds like, like a, bad. Sounds like a D-list character. Yeah, it sounds terrible kind of thing. And he's like, no, I mean, like, this is what's going on. And I was like, okay, this is something I've never heard of before. I don't know what the red, the green, and the rot is. Okay, I'm intrigued. Screw it. And then, yeah, now Swamp Thing's, like, one of my favorite characters. Especially from, like, the new 52 run. Like, Scott Snyder did amazing. 
Um, but I'm sure we'll talk about that in a future episode. For sure. And yeah, guys, if you're, you know, if you're thinking about getting into comics or you just read them online via like Comicsology or whatever app you're using, like it, give it a try going to your local comic book store and meeting some of the people there. Like you don't necessarily even have to buy comics. It's just, it's, it's a definitely a place. Really. So yeah, it's a place where you can meet people with like-mindedness that are into probably the same things as you, you know, you can definitely meet some friends um going to your local stores so don't be afraid to to go out and it is nice to support your local stores as well exactly and also like if you go there like don't be afraid to like ask questions like ask for suggestions so like hey i'm reading this storyline right now like do do you have any recommendations and the good thing about comic book stores usually is that if the one person that's working right now doesn't know too much about particular that character like a storyline similar to it they'll usually just ask the other worker and between the two or three people that are working, you'll guarantee get an answer. And if they don't, the customers that are around you will probably overhear the conversation and they'll be like, Hey, I just finished reading yeah. this and this is what that's like kind of thing. It's a mixed bag of people of interest too there for sure. Because most, at least the comic book stores we've gone to, obviously they cover more than just comics, right? They yeah. Have they're collectible hobby shop kind of style, but they're yeah. front run as a comic book store and they obviously have like games, games, board games, minifigures, etc. Trading cards, so on and so forth. So it's definitely a place, a hub. It's a hub, hub for a, big, culture, a great hub really. for nerds. Yeah. For sure. Especially a good starting point too. Right. But yeah, no, I, yeah. So yeah, when I was like 14, 15, got into the comics, it was because my bus stop was two blocks away. So any mm, day, like every Wednesday, nice. me and my friend, like, would just get off the bus every Wednesday. That was the poll day, new comic book day. And we're like, you know what? We're just going to walk two blocks this way. It's fine. And there used to be like a bakery across the street. So we'd always go to like go to the comic book store and then grab a baked good and then carry on with our day kind of thing. For sure, for sure, but, for sure. Yeah, that's... um, Yeah, I think when I started collecting comics, me and my one friend, we just started... You know, we would go on... Was it every Wednesday was the poll day? Yeah. And we would go just like a trip together, like an hour or whatever and... Which is interesting because you and I had different comic book stores to start. Yes. And yours closed down. Mine closed down, unfortunately, for different... You know, there's reasons why they closed down. It's fine. Um, it's not fine. Matt's still sad I'm about still it. sad. I miss that comic book store. It was also really close to your place. It was really close. Yeah, literally. It was in walking distance. But no, like it was interesting because you... it, Even though it was two separate comic book stores, you both we both had a very similar experience in our own stores and like... Even when we'd go together to visit our own comic book stores together, like, we still had that experience, and it was still a good time. Yeah, and that just goes to show you, like, the people that work there are, that's, nerds are, can be nice people. Exactly. Maybe not the ones online sometimes, but. Yeah, the subreddits sometimes. Are but once life. you actually meet them in person, and they actually have a face, and it's not just some person behind a screen on the internet, they'd be, they'd be really nice people. Exactly. Um, but yeah, and then for, in regards to anime and manga... I'm currently right now slowly getting into the manga aspect of it. So, um, but anime was, you got me, Connor here got me into anime after he got into anime. I think the first few animes I watched were very like common anime. So I think I watched Sword Art Online, mm. Death Note. Yeah. And then I think the first anime that you were like, hey, you might like this, but I don't know. I was like, cool, I'll give it a watch. And then I watched the first season of Blue Exorcist. <laughs> Oh, Blue Exorcist. Which... That was a fun one. It, it's a fun one. I have yet to see past the first season, because anyone I talk to, they're like, just don't. Just don't watch past the first season. Just stick with the first season. You'll like it. I'm like, okay. You can just become that guy and be like, read the manga. <laughs> read the manga. Um, but yeah, my first, like, attempt to read manga, I think, was when Promise Neverland came out. Mm-hmm. You and I watched the first episode together. Just 
for people who haven't seen it, I don't want to spoil it because it's such a great story. Yep, yep. At least the first season. First season, Promise Neverland, fantastic. Second season, no comment. Um, completely awful. Completely just just bad. Please, yeah, I don't know. Read the manga. Read the manga. I hate to be that guy. I hate to be that guy. I hate to be the people that are like, read the manga. But like, watch the first season and then read the manga. It's fine. <laughs> um, or read the manga and watch the first season. Or whichever. Re- yeah, whichever, you know. But anyways, yeah, I remember watching the first episode and then I went home and I was like, just sitting there, I was like, I need to know what happens next. <laughs> yeah. Because I think only two, I think it was up to episode four was out already. And I was like, I can't wait weekly. I need to know. So then I ended up catching up to Promise Neverland where I was reading it weekly when it came out. Um, I never got to finish it, unfortunately, because just things got in the way. And I think I burnt myself out from reading so much in just like a couple weeks. I was like, I need to just know. But it's great. To be fair, Matt's on the final arc. Yeah, I'm literally on the final arc. I don't have too much left to read. He, he burned out right at the finish line. Like, he just passed out right before it. But, yeah, no. But, yeah, that was my first uh, connection to manga. And I freaking... I love reading manga. I'm a huge comic book. I read lots of comics just present day right now. Like, I'm constantly reading Marvel comics. But, yeah, that's basically my uh, origin of nerd culture and how I got to be where I am today. Where I am today. Based where on am nerdy. Today. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I don't know. We'll um, we'll carry on. We'll go to the second part that we kind of talked about is the uh, the three watches, what you're reading, what you're watching, and what you're waiting for. So we'll ca- we'll um we'll cover what we're reading right now. Connor, if you want to go first, what you're reading right now? Uh, honestly, we should start with watching. Watching is easier because I'm not watching as much stuff right now. Um, for watching, uh, so I just finished school recently, so I wasn't super up to date on watching a lot of um anime. Okay. Um, obviously, we've talked about on the pre- previous episodes that I haven't been watching a lot of MCU stuff. Mostly, I think it's just burnout and just it does nothing is like really hit that. Oh, I'm hyped for it. Um, status, if you will. But in terms of anime, currently Spy Family's out, and it's got I, a good rep, right? Like yeah, I'm hearing I, some well, good things. About it was it. it was hyped up for sure. Also, like I've already read the first couple volumes before the anime came out, and. I thought it was a fantastic story. So once I heard that it was getting an anime adaptation, like that was on my, that was at the top of the things to watch, and it hasn't disappointed so far. So I'll say that that that's been really refreshing. Um, in terms of recently, I watched uh, Tokyo Revengers when my brother was down. Um, he got me to watch it, and then I ended up actually catching up on the manga like instantly after finishing the anime, because um, it was it was definitely that good. Um, in terms of other shows, nothing nothing too crazy right now in terms of my list. It's more of um, backlog that I'm looking through and deciding what I want to catch up on. A big thing for me is actually I want to watch all of the Eva movies to catch up so I can watch the final Eva movie. And what is Eva? Evangelion. Oh, okay. I was like, is Eva this new thing that I've never heard of before? No, no, no. Evangelion. Okay. Um, so uh, that's high on my, on my to-do list. Uh, and then I'm also a couple of my friends, we started watching Hunter Hunter. Um, they've never seen it. I'm sorry, I, you've seen it before though, Yeah, right? this yeah. would be like my third or fourth time rewatching it. I've also, I'm also caught up in the manga, but, um, yeah, so it's their, they, it's like the classic, they know they'll like it and they've never, it's just, oh, it's too long or like, you know, just not starting it. So we actually started kind of like a little watch a watch together, a weekly watch together where we watch a couple episodes. And it's definitely the push they've needed because 
everyone who hasn't seen it that's watching in this group is loving it. And they're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe. And now, like, a good chunk of them are like, if we weren't watching it weekly together, I guarantee you they would already be, like, another 30, 40 episodes deep. The binge. And now we're holding them back by watching it weekly. So that that's definitely an, um, been enjoyable to see their reactions. I think that's part of what's fun for me with anime, with people who have never seen it. I try my absolute hardest not to be the super spoilery, you know, like, oh, you gotta wait for this, but... It is fun to watch someone else enjoy something that you know, like you liked a lot. Like I never got um, Matt's seen Hunter Hunter. Um, I actually lent all of Hunter Hunter pretty much to him um, yeah. on Blu-ray, but um, I didn't see how Matt liked it. But even just like Matt's reactions as he like would be watching it and text me or give back the Blu-ray and be like, "Holy, what did I just watch?" Like those reactions. That's like what I love about it. Well, Hunter Hunter is an interesting one because it's it's obviously yes, you're shown and jump, and it's it's one of those things where it's like a longer shown and jump, but not to the ex- like it's not oh, it's no like Naruto or like Shippuden well, it, One Piece. Or it's funny because like it's older than a lot of those. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was the remake <laughs> 2011 one, right? Like the well, yeah, yeah, the 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 anime is 2011, but I mean the manga has been going on since 1998, yeah, 1999. Manga has so many hiccups, doesn't it? Like, doesn't the writer usually take like long hiatus breaks? Yeah, Tagashi is known for having a lot of hiatuses. But to be fair, like obviously, I want Tagashi to be healthy. Yeah, most know? definitely. Um, I think that that's a big oversight that fans have of when it comes to mangaka. Like, guys, like it is a it can be a hard job, so you know if Tagashi needs all the time he needs, you know I hope he'll be able to finish it for sure. But it is—he definitely is known for having some long periods of wait. But the thing is, every time Hunter Hunter is in Jump, it's hyped up. People are excited for it. That's how good this, like, how much people love it. So, you know, eventually, hopefully, fingers crossed, Tagashi stays healthy and he will finish the story finish, that he set out yeah. to finish he did say he would die trying which hopefully he doesn't have to but yeah hopefully not like what a legend what a, what a legend what a legend amongst the manga community <laughs> what a freaking legend how about you matt what, what are you up to for watching for watching i'm not watching too much right now um i'm kind of in one of those breaks that like i just need to kind of like break i also during the recording of this episode i don't have internet at my house haven't had internet in weeks so I haven't had time to just like lay back and just relax and just watch some anime. So, but I've slowly right now been watching Comey Can't Communicate. I'm only like three episodes in and it is just insane, but not in the way that like a Shonen Jump per se is insane. Like there's no like a lot of fighting. It's just a lot going on and it's just adorable and I'm loving all the characters. This is funny because this is coming from a guy who usually complains about Slice of Life being too boring. Can confirm, but then I watched Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, which is, is it technically a slice of life? Yeah, like I guess it's a so, fantasy yeah. slice, of, slice of life, right? But I watched the first season because somebody recommended it to it. I loved it. I was like, I need more of this. Need more of that, yeah. That, ch- not chibi, but like, that like cutesy Well, it's like a comedy, right? Like, yeah. It's fun. It's, it's fun. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, it's definitely super fun. And then, because I watch scrub anime as well, in the sense that this is anime that has, like, a 6.3 rating on average on my anime list, an anime that no one talks about because it's so bad and everything like that, 
I watch those occasionally. So the one I'm watching right now is Last Hope. Um, without going into too much detail, it's basically like a post-apocalyptic artificial intelligence world with basically animals and AIs have come together and they've like mutated together. And there's a group of like civilization trying to like defeat them and like trying to take back the world kind of thing. I'm butchering it right now because it's super confusing. The animal mechs? They're animal mechs, essentially, yeah. But it's like, for example, like there's this giant and mech that's fighting CGI mechs. No, not some of it's some of it's terrible CGI, but some parts I'm like, this is not complete trash. Oh, okay. But it's still bad. Don't get me wrong. Is but I Nef- watch is it on it, Netflix. It's a Netflix. Oh, okay. It's yeah. Most of the trash anime I watch is on Netflix. It's just what's easy for Matt to watch. Exactly. That's Matt's big thing is, is it on Netflix? Because then he'll just download and watch it, and then even if he recommends something that's on Netflix, he'll just end up picking some random thing that like the trailer of the Netflix is probably interesting. And that's like, hey, that looks interesting. Or the synopsis is well well enough written that Matt will be like, that sounds interesting. And then for some reason, Matt isn't a quitter on series. You know, he's not of the life of like, oh yeah, that was bad. And then stop watching. He suffers through it for some Except reason. Except for one. There's only one anime I've ever stopped watching. Is it that other mech one? No, it was Devilman Crybaby. Yeah, but people love it. I know, people love it, man. But I watched the first episode. I don't even think I finished the first episode, if I'm being honest. But is it, were you put off by, like, the art style and animation or yeah, the story? Yeah, I, th- I think it was a little bit of both, mostly the animation. I was like, this is just not my cup of tea. I'm pretty sure that won anime of the year. I did. I'm, like, 95% sure it did, and that's the worst part about this conversation. <laughs> but that's basically what I'm watching on that aspect. But you've, you're, you're relatively caught up on MCU stuff, though, unlike me. Yeah, I'm fully caught up. Like, you've watched I've the watched shows. all of the Disney Plus shows that have come out, and I've watched Doctor Strange... So I'm caught up to everything, even like Eternals and Shang-Chi, Black Widow. I put Black Widow off for like two years from watching But you it. did watch it. But yeah, I watched yeah. it, yeah, yeah. So I've watched all the MCU content, excluding... The only thing I haven't watched of the MCU is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Inhumans. And some of the Netflix shows, to be fair. I watched like half of them. Okay, okay. So, yeah. So you're 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 pretty well-versed yeah. in the MCU. And I'm watching through the Clone Wars. For some reason, I just never got around to watching it. You've watched Rebels? No, I haven't yet. I haven't oh, so you're working through all of yeah, the... Yeah, working through all, all the, the Star animated Wars stuff. animated stuff with Clone Wars, Rebels, Bad Batch. I know that our friend Dan, he swears by Rebels. He absolutely loves it. Loves it. Obsessed with it. Which, I've never seen Rebels. I've seen Clone Wars, and if it's anything like Clone Wars, it's gotta be great. Yeah, exactly. And even, like, the fact that Clone Wars, like, came back, like, two extra seasons over the last couple of years and stuff like that, like, there's a reason for it, right? For sure, for sure. So... Yeah, that's basically all I'm watching right now that I can think of. And I'm just like, obviously I'm watching like Flash, the CW show that comes out weekly right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm still watching it through that. Holding on by a thread. We got one final season after this and then. It's actually funny to say, I don't remember the, the last live action of anything that I was watching like actively. That's fair. It's weird to me. Like, yeah, because it's very uncommon that. Watching something on TV. Yeah, if it. you don't have like satellite TV and you don't like. Unless, I guess, like, Flash for me technically is, like, it's an indirect Netflix original because it's partnered with Netflix Canada, so Mm -hmm. it comes out weekly. Right. But. It's just, yeah, I can't remember the last thing that wasn't anime that I watched weekly live action. Because I feel like even if there is a show live action, whether that be nerdy or not, Mm -hmm. I I think I just wait and I'll be like, oh, I'll watch that later. And then sometimes I don't. Well, it's sometimes like the I Kenobi do. show. You'll uh, you'll watch it weekly. Yeah, I think I think Kenobi for sure. I'll be into and watching. And uh, now that we've started the podcast, I think I'm going to be a lot more 
inclined to watch stuff yeah even if even if i don't like it just to be able to so we can talk so we can talk about it for sure because there is a lot of disney plus content that you almost too much almost too much honestly there's there's so much five or six marvel shows you need to watch we got wandavision winter soldier loki what if hawkeye moon knight i've seen the what ifs you've seen all of what if yeah okay they were interesting there, yeah, some of them are good. Others, I was like, eh, that's what I was. I feel like that was kind of the point, though. Yeah, there I was there were some that were that would people were would obviously enjoy more than others. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in terms of reading, though. Yeah, in terms of reading, do you want me to go first? I feel like, I feel like we're completely complete different. on different sides of the yeah. coin right now. Oh boy, because obviously I'm not too actively reading manga. Like right now, as the scrub person I am, I'm currently reading through the Pokemon Adventures manga because obviously I'm a big fan of Pokemon growing up. Um, so I've always wanted to read the manga. And so wh- whereabouts see... are you in the manga? Like, is it like current what's going no, on no, in Pokemon? No, no, no. So or is this like far, beginning. far past? So I've finished up the red, blue, and yellow arcs. So that's like Gen 1. Gen 1. I've read all of Gen 1 and I'm, I think I'm two volumes away from finishing up Gen 2. So oh, okay. Crystal has been introduced already. And right now I'm actually in a tournament arc. Oh, a tournament arc. So it's the eight Johto gym leaders versus the eight kanto gym leaders okay um and they're in a giant stadium and like red and blue are going to be there silver gold crystal um all the characters obviously but yeah and then from there i'll continue of reading um i think it's ruby and sapphire i believe is next gen 3 yep. yeah so we'll get to follow those characters next i don't know what's gonna happen because i know everything kind of like in pokemon manga there's a whole like overall arcing story that goes up until heart gold and soul silver right so everything that's happened from the red blue manga all the way to the heart gold and soul silver i think is all like really interconnected and then it's not till after that that it kind of does its own like black and white's its own thing and like x and y is its own thing sun and moon is its own like they all like their own story okay yeah but so i'm reading that and then um right now i'm reading through the marvel's comic the avengers comic for their 2018 um is when that one started so i think they're on a i want to say they're on issue like 57 or so right now but i'm sitting on issue 30 i just started the new arc called the age of Conchu. so i'm super pumped because i just recently watched moon knight so i'm super excited to see how Conchu kind of connects to everything yeah otherwise i'm just reading through a uh, young adult novel for star wars from their high republic run Young adult Which, meaning that just like that's a target audience or yeah so with this without going into too much detail the Star Wars High Republic they have five writers basically there's a writers room there's five writers and they write source material for five or six different styles of media so there's a mid grade novel series there's a young adult novel series there's an adult novel series there's a manga there's a comic storyline through Marvel Comics there's an IDW comic series as well and I I can't remember if there's any more. Oh, yeah, there was a couple audiobooks and stuff like that that came out as well. But, yeah, it's just a... It, I've been reading through it all, like, start to finish, all of the source material that's come out for it. I'm just finishing up Wave 2. So I got one more wave, and then I'll be officially caught up for the next phase of the High Republic in October of 2022, so this year. But that's enough about what I'm reading. <laughs> what are you reading, Connor? So I'm reading a bunch of weekly stuff. Uh, that I'm caught up on from Jump. I would say primarily Jump is what I'm mostly reading. It's just kind of what I like. But uh, that would include like My Hero Academia, One Piece, Jujutsu Kaisen, 
I'm also reading and caught up on Finland Saga. I'm caught up on Hunter Hunter, waiting, waiting patiently for Hunter Hunter. Uh, Rent a Girlfriend is another big one that I'm caught up in weekly. Uh, what else? What else am I reading? Um, Tokyo Revengers is another series I'm caught up caught up on and waiting for new chapters of. And then things I'm at. Oh, and Berserk. Rest in peace uh, for Miro Sensei. But um, see what they end up doing. If they decide to continue the story or not, I'll be there to read it if it does. That is fair. In terms of stuff I'm catching up on or have like a bunch of chapters on behind or that is finished that I'm reading, um, I'm reading uh, Quintessential Quintuplets slowly. Um, it's just kind of... It's more of a, it's fun. It's like a fun, fun comedy, you know. I, I've enjoyed it. It's, de I'm definitely not crushing through it as fast as I thought I would. But it is a change of pace. It's kind of, you know, from the typical shonen, battle shonen that I read a lot of. Um, there's Trojan X, which is from the same writer of Tokyo Ghoul. His new manga. I'm not completely caught up on that. Then I'm reading that. Dr. Stone is done. I need to catch up and put that on my completed list. I did not know that. Are you all caught up or is the manga actually done? Manga's done. I'm not caught up on it, though. That's fair. And uh, what else we have? I started Kingdom. I started Kingdom last summer, and I read, like, 100 chapters instantly. And I was really into it. And I figured out what happened. I think school started up, and then I, like, put it to the back end, but I definitely want to get back into Kingdom. Um, super enjoyed it from the what I read. Uh, then I've got uh, Goodnight Poon Poon, which I stopped reading for a bit. Um, I went through a, I'm going to say rough period, but it was just like, you know, I went through a breakup and it was not easy. And I just wasn't in the right headspace. Poon Poon can be very mentally draining, I'd say. Um I'm on volume three or volume four. I'm almost done volume four of Poon Poon. And it's been, it's hard to describe the story. It's very good, but also not, if that makes sense. Like you don't enjoy it, but you respect it and you realize the passion and went into it and stuff. But you have to be mentally in the right headspace to read it, which is why I took a big break from it. Um, I think I'll probably be finishing that up soonish, um, but that's why I took a big break from Pumun. I just didn't feel like I was in the right headspace to read the story. That's fair. Um, what else? Spy, Spy Family, I actually took a break from. Now that I'm watching the anime, I'm just kind of enjoying the anime as opposed to um, forcing myself to continue reading for a bit. So I'm just kind of... Probably let I'm like maybe ten-ish chapters behind. Oh, that's not so bad at all. Probably just let it keep going, and once the anime's done, I'll go back to reading it. Um, there's Record of Ragnarok that I'm caught up in. Uh, the anime was disappointing to say the least, but I definitely enjoyed the manga in terms of like what feels like the ultimate tournament arc. Basically, it it definitely delivers. I'm slowly working through Vagabond. Um, definitely. If you want some insane art, that is a series to go to, uh, Vagabond. 
I'm about halfway done through Vagabond, and I know that it's on an indefinite hiatus, but that is irrelevant to me because I've still enjoyed... I'm still enjoying... It's like the same thing when people are like, there's no point in reading Berserk now. And I'm just like, yes, there is. There absolutely is. It's a good story. Like, why not? It's an incredible... The journey and the emotions you'll go through getting to that point is worth it. In a nutshell, you're reading a lot is what you're saying. And then the last thing... Oh, I started Monster. Okay, okay. And then that is everything I'm currently reading. It sounds like a lot. And that's because it is. And that's why some of them, you know, it's... By having a lot, and some of them are, like, different genres, too, it's just whatever... There's always something for what I'm feeling. Yeah, exactly. And I can read that. So, a lot of the ones that are weekly, it's, like, nothing, right? Like, the chapters are, like, what, 10, 15 pages sometimes? It's, like, you hop on, you read them on Sunday when they come out from by Viz, and... It's quick. We call it a day. Yeah, exactly. It's not taking too much out of your time either. It's like maybe reading like five or six chapters on Sunday, which is like nothing. So it's it's like the benefit of being catch, caught up is good. But then when you have like a bunch of other stories you want to read, it, it does become a little much. And something like Kingdom, which I want to read, it's just so hard because it's like 900 chapters. It's another, it's a big boy. But um, I can't say that, I'm, you know, all of the ones that I'm currently reading, like... I think are all enjoyable and I would recommend all of them. Like some of them may be more quotes basic or, you know, like normie, but you know, there's a reason why those series are so popular. Like there's a reason that they become normie. I'm putting air quotes normie is because of how enjoyable they are and how easy they are to get into. Most definitely. No, I a hundred percent agree with that. Now, without going into too much detail, is there anything you're, hoping like what do you what you're waiting for to come out whether it be a movie manga anime Um, i'm waiting well there's shinkai's new film which i feel like probably won't come out until next year for western audiences to watch in theaters but that's definitely one of the big ones um i think we're both equally excited for that to be honest i think quintessential quintuplets is doing a movie okay which would be I don't know how much they're planning on covering of their manga, but I'm going to watch it most likely. And then a series I'm looking forward to is definitely uh, Chainsaw Man is supposed to come out, I'm pretty sure, this year sometime. Uh, Chainsaw Fall? Chainsaw Man? I've read Chainsaw Man, and that thing is crazy. That manga is so it's so unique, especially for being a jump manga. It is different that is fair i'm excited to see how studio mappa animates it how they tell the story but that's i feel like that's a very hyped series for a lot of people um bleach final arc of bleach being animated and coming out that's that's, big actually there's a big news in the end all the bleach fans coming out of like their they're hiding in their shells they're hiding holes and all pumped up I'm i'm sure that arc will deliver to um Definitely, I'm not going to say people should just go and watch Bleach to catch up, but... Use a filler list if you're going to watch Bleach. Oh, uh, there's still a lot to watch, that's the thing. No, I... Yeah. But, it is, Bleach is enjoyable. I feel like a lot of Bleach gets unnecessary hate, hate for sure, but I think the people really enjoy the arc, and that's definitely an exciting one. I'm sure there's stuff I'm missing too, in terms of, I really check the seasonals, you know, like, 
the like two weeks before on like any chart or something and i'll like see what's coming and then yeah. i kind of decide from there what what i'm going to be watching and then i think attack on titan probably comes out before the end of the year you know part whatever seven of the final season that we're on which it's becoming a it's becoming a meme honestly in terms of the final season and then we're on the third part of the final season so like why not just they could have just probably gone by season still exactly but i mean as someone who's read the whole manga um i'm not going to spoil anything for the for the ending but i'm interested to see how they animate it what the what decisions they make if they do end up going straight up with the manga which did get mixed reviews and or if they go with a anime anime ending which would probably get mixed reviews <laughs> that's fair that's fair how about you matt is there anything you're particularly looking forward to uh nothing on the top of my head like in the anime community per se like obviously like kind of similar to things like chainsaw man i'm oddly intrigued for you've told me bits and pieces of it and i'm like okay i'm here for it <laughs> yeah you know, i'm yep. intrigued to say the least um but otherwise like outside of anime I'd probably say, like, obviously with, like, Kenobi coming out soon. Super pumped for that. Yeah, I think Kenobi is, like, on the... It's... I'm, I'm excited, but not, like... It's more, like, on, like, the... Oh, I'm chill about it, but, like... I'm intrigued. The second it comes out, I'll be like, oh, I'm watching that. Yeah, I gotta watch it, you know? Next Friday, from the recording of this podcast, comes out in a week from now. Which is insane. I'll be there, episode one. Uh, I'll watch it. I'm ready. Two, first two episodes coming out on the same day. I'm ready. Even better, you know? Um, other than that, like, honestly, I'm just kind of curious where the future of the MCU is going to be. Like, obviously, my man Ryan Reynolds with the Deadpool movie. Um, supposedly, he's getting a third one. I don't even know if it's officially greenlit or not. But I'm really curious how they're going to do that with, like, Disney not wanting to really do R-rated films. It would be interesting to see how they handle Deadpool. Yeah, it's years away. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want to picture the third Deadpool if it comes out for, X-Force. like, another three four years maybe at least but otherwise i don't know like i'm i'm curious to see what's gonna happen next for the mcu as a whole so i wouldn't necessarily like i'm excited for it but i'm curious to say at least well we have thor are you excited for thor i think i'm, I'm excited for thor like taika Waititi is one of my favorite directors in the film community so i'm pumped to see what he's gonna do with his sequel to thor ragnarok essentially thor is in his hands yeah exactly literally in korg's hands because he voices korg so it's literally like Thor's in Korg's hands. Scary thought. Scary thought. You know, Thor's just... I just picture, like, Thor's just, like, being cradled like a baby in Korg's hand. <laughs> um, True. That's funny. But yeah, I don't know. Other than that, like, I'm I'm curious to see what's going to happen, really, as a whole. But See what mm-hmm. the MCU works up to, yeah. Exactly. And if DC will... It's like that meme where the guy's poking the thing with a stick, and he's like, do something. <laughs> hey, DC, do something. <laughs> DC's never going to do something. Sorry, DC. Maybe. Hopefully. I guess they did come up with Batman. Yeah, yeah. And the then Batman, Aquaman 2. The Batman. Aquaman 2. Is Aquaman... Oh, wait, did Aquaman... No, Aquaman 2 is still in the making? Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's or the it... whole Johnny Depp... We won't get into details. Child's That's a controversial topic, Connor. I'm sure they might have to do some editing potential. We'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I think that pretty well concludes the third episode. Yeah, guys, thanks for listening. The... Thanks for listening. You know, always remember to drop a review. Let us know if there's anything you want to talk about in future episodes. Let us know what you're reading, what you're watching, and kind of what you're excited for next, you know? Remember, you know, you can always catch us right here on Spotify for new episodes and content. And where else can they find us, Connor? Yeah, check us out on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Nerdy Misfits. Other than that, yeah, you guys have a good night. Peace. Peace.